Hey there, it's Justin Devonshire. Welcome to the Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast. And I've just got a quick one for you today. I want to give you a very, very simple, it's drop dead simple, but it will be a very profound uh, strategy for you in the way you run your business. If you are a fit pro that is growing or you've seen some growth, but you're still failing to bank a profit and you're also struggling to pay yourself a decent salary, then the next 10 minutes is gonna be extremely critical. Now, you'll listen to what I'm about to say. It's a very simple way we run our businesses to ensure they, they become profitable immediately. And you might foo-foo it because it's so simple, but listen, hear, hear me out and don't, overest, don't underestimate this because of its simplicity, okay? But this is really it. I'm gonna give you this is the strategy and the system we use to uh, make sure that our business owners are paying themselves, their companies are profitable, and they still grow as well. Here's what you do. Now, this is very heavily influenced by the Profit First system um, based on the book Profit First, and all our team and myself are accredited Profit First professionals, which means we've been trained uh, to, in, in this method of financial management and, and profit optimization. So what the Profit First book explains, and the way we teach this, is the way a typical business runs, without any guidance or, or better knowledge, is revenue comes in, and you take off your expenses, and whatever's left is your profit. And in that profit, you then have to take out your own salary to pay yourself, and you've gotta pay some taxes, and then if there's anything left, then you make a real profit. And the fact is 95% of businesses with their startups, even six and seven figure fitness businesses, most of them have never posted a profit, not a real profit. Sure, there's, they make you know 30,000 pounds profit, but then that gets taken out as an owner's salary. That's not real profit. Or they have 15,000 pounds profit, but then they pay off a tax bill for 15 grand that's not real profit. In both those cases, that business will be left with no profit. And you know, that's more than likely, you're more than likely to be in that position too, and I was at one stage. And there's no shame in it, first of all. You're not alone. This is the majority of fitness businesses. And that's why FitPros and our mentorship program are getting such phenomenal results and transformations in their life. Because we're doing these simple things that just aren't commonly taught. You've been taught how to grow, 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 but no one's taught you how to profit, 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 pay yourself first. That's what we do. So our system, okay, what we do, it's very simple. We can reverse that equation. Instead of thinking about revenue, revenue minus expenses equals profit, we flip that around and, and, well, it does what it says on the tin. It's a profit first focus. So when revenue comes in, we allocate a small amount of it into profit immediately. We actually have a separate sub-account in our banks called a profit account. And when, when a, if 100 pounds revenue from a, a monthly direct debit comes in, we'll put a, you know five to 10 pounds of that straight into the profit account first. So we know we've banked at least a five to 10% real profit. We'll also take a small amount out of that and you've got to make calculations for yourself. I'm just giving you the overview here. But we take another small percentage, about 5 to 15% of that, and we put it into a tax allocation fund. 
So <clears throat> our tax money is being put aside into another sub-account. And then we have another account for owner's compensation, which would be owner's, your salary for all the jobs you do. And you might be paying yourself something right now, but I guarantee you're probably paying yourself something meager. It's not really relative to what you actually do. Because most of you, you're gonna be an owner operator. You're, you're probably doing most of the marketing, most of the sales, you're managing, you're also coaching. So you're really doing two to three jobs. And if you're taking one or 2,000 pounds a month out, the fact is you're not, the business isn't really able to afford all those roles if it wasn't you doing them. And it's nice to be humble. This is what I did. I was, I was always humble and I said, well, I can live on less and I can sleep in the back of my car and I'll take minimal money out of the company. But as one of my uh, mentors who runs a nine-figure company taught me, he said, Justin, the, the problem with that is it's, it's good to be frugal, yes, and you should live frugally when you're starting a business, but at the same time, you, the company needs to generate the revenue, enough revenue, to afford to pay those roles you are doing at a relative competitive market salary, which means you know, if I need, wanted to or needed to hire somebody else to come in and do those roles, what would I have to pay a regular person? Because as my mentor said to me, he said, look, okay, maybe, maybe you will take a thousand pounds a month and you will run an entire business at the level of skill and experience you have for a thousand pounds a month or 12,000 pounds a year. But when you want to step out or if you had to step out, would you ever be able to find someone just as competent as you to do all those roles also for 12,000 a year? And the answer, of course, is no. So effectively, if you're doing that like I was, you're trapping yourself in the business because if the business isn't able to financially support a realistic competitive market salary for all the jobs you're doing, then you are stuck in those jobs, unless you find an idiot who will do it for the same rate we do, and you don't want to put an idiot in charge of your company. So that was that. So what he, what my mentor told me was, we call this a paper salary. It means you you know you you probably actually need to make in the range of four to six thousand pounds a month to actually cover all the work you do on all the hours you do. So the company needs to generate that much money just to cover your payroll. So you're probably undershooting your revenue targets and that's what's keeping you um, a bit too small. But what my mentor said is you don't have to take that salary out and go and spend it. We're not saying you have to go and spend 6,000 a month and live lavishly. No, you can, if you want to withdraw a thousand and live on a thousand, that's fine. That's great. That's very responsible. But the company still needs to generate 6,000 pounds and that money needs to be allocated towards that payroll before all the other expenses come out. So what I'd been doing was I'd set my revenue targets all wrong. I'd set my revenue targets up to simply reflect a job for myself, thinking, well, I, I earn a thousand pounds a month in a gym, so if I can earn a thousand pounds a month in my business, it's the same thing. Well, it is, but then your business isn't a business, it's a job. It's a job you're just gonna be self-employed. If you wanna work for yourself, if you ever want freedom, it's going to cost the business money. So we set aside an owner's compensation sub-account, and again, you have to figure out the number relative to you, or you can reach out to one of my team uh, and my business team, and we can 
do an assessment with you if you'd like for free. We can do a, a revenue assessment and look at your numbers and work out some, some allocation percentages for you. But generally, your salary will, will likely come around in the kind of 35 to 50% of, of total revenue mark. Meaning, you know, if you're making 10,000 a month in the business, you probably, you're probably doing the amount of work that would warrant a, a three to 5,000 a month salary or combined salaries, because you're doing, you're doing multiple roles. So you wanna be putting aside that money and then whatever's left, that's what you have to cover your expenses with. Now here's where this gets even more profound and deadly simple. We're now basically working on a, on a, on a, on a quota or a budget. See, most people couldn't, can't do it this way at the first because they say, well, if I take money out for profit and I take money out for tax and I, and I take money for myself, even if that all combined was only, say, 30% of the revenue, they then say, the fitness business owners, they say, well, I couldn't afford to run the business and pay the costs with what's left. So I can't run this system. And no, the reality is this system did not create that problem for you. This system simply highlights your problem. And it highlights that if that's the case, then, you know, if after your payroll and any, any contractors that work for you, you know, if, if after tax payroll and putting profit aside, if your operating costs are more than 30 to 35% of total revenue, then it means that your business is paying out for things it just can't afford. It does not have the revenue or the growth level to support that amount. And this happens, again, a lot in the industry. So don't freak out over it. It happens. We as fit pros tend to invest in things before we get an ROI for it. You know, we tend to invest a little bit prematurely. We take that big, massive facility space and then wonder how we're going to fill it. Or we pay out for that, you know, a new coach and then wonder how we're going to get them clients. Uh, you know, we, we buy a bunch of supplement stock and then figure out how to sell it. So we do generally put ourselves in positions where we have longer turnaround times to make investments back on our, our uh, returns back on our investments. But I want you to start looking carefully at that because on a small level, five to 15K a month, you can kind of get away with doing that. But after the company grows beyond that point, and I know you have potential to grow beyond 20,000 a month in revenue, these problems become major because the more assets you start investing in, you start paying for a bigger lease and more payroll and more advertising and, and all the rest of it. If you, if you keep growing beyond what your expenses can actually tolerate, then the problem is one bad month that you don't expect can wipe you out completely. One month happens then, and you know, if, if, you, if you're in your own, say if you're at sub 10,000 a month and it's mostly you working, and there's a slow month or you wanna take a holiday, you put up with it, right? You don't get paid, you, or you get paid less, you put up with it. But when you have three, four, five sta uh, staff members and a big facility, depending on that revenue, then it's gotta work. And one slow month, if you're really on thin margins, one slow month can really knock you out and cause big trouble for you. Because then if, if everyone can't get paid, doesn't get paid, it just creates this massive uh, do negative domino effect. So again, if you, and this is what happens to a lot of guys, they, they kind of grow to 10,000, five, 10,000 a month thinking everything's okay, thinking, ooh, I, 
I could tighten up my finances, but it's okay. There's no red flag. But you're not seeing the, the underlying devastation that's happening under the surface. It's kind of like how a client of yours will get fat, right? They eat a couple of cookies, they eat some calories, and they think, I can't see a visible difference. It's okay. But then before they know it, all of a sudden they, they happen to get fat, right? And what happened was the markers were happening below the surface and eventually it just creeps up on you, right? That's pretty much how it works and the same with your finances. So again, that's our, simple, that's our system, you know, we, we put that money aside first. When revenue comes in, we put, we put money into profit, money into tax, money into owner's compensation. So uh, the owner of the business, i.e. me or whoever, I'm, any partners I'm working with, they get paid first. And then we are forced to be lean and we're forced to only spend what we have left. So if we're considering, like, like I'll give you an example right now. For one of our gyms, we are just considering this week doing um, some Google advertising. We're going to pay a Google Ads manager. And, of course, that comes with an additional ad spend as well. So our, ad, our, our the, the Google Ads manager asked us, you know, very fair question, what, what's your budget? And so I have to go back. I said, I can't tell you right now. I need to go back to my finance and operations manager because who runs our profit first numbers and calculations and she will tell us what we can afford this month. So basically the revenue comes in and if after we've paid our profit, owner's compensation, tax, then can we cover our operating expenses and payroll with what's left? Um, if we can and there's still a surplus of money left, that is our growth budget. That is what we're allowed to spend this month to be able to actually grow, right? So, you know, if this ad manager wants uh, 500 pounds a month, let's say, for ad management, and we need, we also need 500 a month for the ad spend, then we need a surplus of 1,000 pounds after all expenses, profit, owner's comp, and tax have all been allocated. So, that basically keeps keeps us on a lean business diet, if that makes sense. It's very much the same as dieting, right? Uh, and, you know, no one likes dieting. No one likes not to be able to spend money. Like, we don't like to, to have to cut calories and things. But if you've got to a point where it's a bit critical, same way if a client has got over uh, obese and unhealthy and they have higher risk factors, same for your business. If you've become unprofitable, unsustainable, and you're on very tight margins with big costs and one month can wipe you out, you are financially unstable and it's gonna cause you problems too. So if that's the case, then you do need a business diet. It's tough luck, right? And it's a tough reality, but that's the reality we hold our own businesses and our clients in the mastermind too. It's just, it's just simple as that, right? It's like, if you can't afford it, don't, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime, right? And I'm sure you can understand this when, when your clients come at you and they tell you they hate dieting. And But the same thing, if they have, you know, if they have 400 calories surplus left at the end of the night, let's say they're on a very calorie controlled diet and they say to you, hey, it's last thing at night, I want to eat this chocolate cake. It's 300 calories a slice, can I have it? You're going to say, well, 
what are your calories for the day? If they're on a strict 2,000 calorie a day diet and they've had 2,700 only because they've been lean and they reserved it, then yeah, go ahead, have the cake. Same with you. If you can cover all your expenses, but you, but more expense, more importantly, you cover profit, payroll, and taxes first, and then you cover your op- your other operating costs, your marketing, rent, etc. Then you get to eat the chocolate cake. Then you get to splurge. Then you get to spend out on increased ad spend, and you'll see what this does. Is it really helps you become ultra lean because if we want to grow but we can't, let's say we can't invest more money, what we then have to do, like in this case with the Google Ads, if for example now, I have to go back to the guy and say it's not in our budget, we we can't do it this month. What that means is if we wanna increase our revenue, we have to increase our revenue without putting our costs up. And that's gonna make us think different. That's gonna make us think like, well, are we really following up with our Facebook leads we're already paying for? Are we, doing enough upsells are we getting enough referrals are we doing enough organic marketing are we doing enough stuff or what could we do more of to grow our revenue without spending an extra penny and if we go back and do that this month and then we get maybe five new clients organically by doing follow-ups and referrals and things like that then then we have that money next month to invest in the google advertising but we've earned that growth by being profitable and lean first. And that, my friend, is how you do it. It's simple, but it's profound. And, you know, no fitness marketing courses will teach you this. They'll just teach you to grow ineffectively. And the problem is that always, always ends up backfiring. And the worst thing is, the better your marketing growth strategies work, the faster it backfires on you. Because I guarantee you're more than likely growing ineffectively you're growing your revenue but you're not watching that your costs are increasing at the same time and so you end up on this hamster wheel forever where it doesn't matter how much money you make and how many more clients you get it never seems to be enough because your because your revenue is going up but your profit percentage is still the same zero or a couple of percent if that so this allocation system is what we do If you'd like more help with that or you'd like a free assessment for us to sit down with you, look at your numbers a little bit and run you through a couple of automatic assessments, it'll uh, tell us immediately what kind of numbers you should be putting aside and we can help you basically give you a business diet uh, that can help you do that um, very effectively and smoothly so it does not disrupt your business day to day. Um, We can help you shave your costs down slightly whilst finding ways to make more money in your business in a leaner way without spending more, uh, without spending more time or more money. So let us know if that's going to help you. And either way, I'd love your feedback. I'd love to know if this helps you. Are you going to apply it? And what are your biggest financial problems in your fitness business? Let me know. And as always, I will see you next time. If you're in the UK, come down to our next free tour event. It's in London on 30th of March. It's Saturday uh, in London. Go to justindevonshire.com forward slash free tour to find out who's speaking and what the topics are going to be. All right, guys, I will catch you again very soon.